Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, loving Jesus by loving people. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. mentioned how most stories have a villain who emerges at some point. Another key element of the villain is often the sidekick, another evil character who comes alongside the villain to support them in fulfilling their evil plans. Revelation contains a similar type of character, one who comes to support the beast out of the sea that we've been discussing already. We meet this new character in Revelation chapter 13 verses 11 through 18, which says, Then I saw a second beast coming out of the earth. It had two horns like a lamb, but it spoke like a dragon. It exercised all the authority of the first beast on its behalf, and it made the earth and its inhabitants worship the first beast, whose fatal wound had been healed. And it performed great signs, even causing fire to come down from heaven to the earth in full view of the people. Because of the signs it was given the power to perform on behalf of the first beast, it deceived the inhabitants of the earth. It ordered them to set up an image in honor of the beast who was wounded by the sword and yet lived. The second beast was given power to give breath to the image of the first beast so that the image could speak and cause all who refused to worship the image to be killed. It also forced all people, great and small, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hands or on their foreheads so that they could not buy or sell unless they had the mark, which is the name of the beast or the number of its name. This calls for wisdom. Let the person who has insight calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man. That number is 666. As with all things Revelation, if you haven't figured it out already, the interpretation of any given passage can be many and varied. If the first beast that we've discussed is a literal antichrist-like man of lawlessness, then this beast in the second passage is probably usually interpreted as a false prophet, typically seen as a literal religious leader who will lead the world in worship of the Antichrist. If the first beast represents Rome or any earthly empire, then the second beast is usually seen as false religion in general, like the cult of emperor worship that accompanied the Roman Empire and fueled devotion to the emperor. If the first beast is a demonic power who is sent to afflict the world, then the second beast is usually viewed as an accompanying demonic power with the first beast's interests as its main purpose in corrupting the world. However we interpret the second beast, what's clear is that its partnership in devotion is to the first beast. It comes to exalt and draw attention to the first beast, and there is a telling statement that it has horns like a lamb but speaks like a dragon. It looks innocent. But there is a darkness underneath that innocent look. A strong statement, it sounds an awful lot like Jesus warning us about wolves in sheep's clothing. The second beast has the power to perform signs and wonders, and uses those signs to point attention to the first beast, to draw worship towards it. There's also the famous passage about the mark of the beast found here, where all people must get a mark on their hand or their forehead, or else they are not able to buy or trade anything. The mark of the beast being given as a number, which is 666. Now this might be a literal mark which gets stamped on our bodies in the end times, but scripture also says elsewhere that we're marked with the Holy Spirit when we follow Jesus, and we don't typically view that mark as a literal one, so we should just be cautious in how we approach this. 
It may just mean that those who give their devotion to the beast are seen by heaven as marked by him, just as those who follow Jesus are spiritually marked by the Holy Spirit. As to the number 666, it's possible that it symbolizes corruption. Seven is often given as the perfect number in scripture, so six falls short of that perfect seven. It's also been theorized that the numbers symbolize Emperor Nero's name. But again, John gives us the important symbolism when it's crucial, and he does so here. 666 represents a man's number. It's not Satan's number at all. It's a man's number, and the man in mind was likely the emperor, who at the time of this writing called for the whole world to worship him as God. Today, again, we will ask you to take some time to reflect on how you personally interpret this passage. Discover what the second beast means in your understanding. What does that mean for you? What does that say to you about your journey with Jesus? Meditate on this and start to form your own conclusions about this passage. Mm-hmm.